Welcome to the next episode of the Cashflow Pirate Podcast. My name's Richard, and today I have a story for you. Uh, I'm afraid it may well be quite a long episode, this, because I started writing some notes, and those notes turned into quite a few pages. No messing around, there's no waffling, let's just get on with it. Today's episode is about scalability. So I wanted to make sure I went over this quite early on in, in the podcast list as it can turn into a real problem for much further down the line. So I'm going to give you an example. Not just any example, by the way. This is like a proper story example. Just, you know, check that out. We will, if you keep listening. So what do I mean about scalability? I mean thinking about how your business or your idea can scale in the future. Quite hard to explain that without without an example as to what I mean. So let's start off with like a pretend make it made up business that we've got, okay? So let's just imagine you're a brilliant cake maker. Cake maker. Baker. Yes, you're a baker. That's the, that they made a word for it for it and everything. You're a, you're an amazing baker. Okay? You go to work every day, you know, you, you're baking cakes, everything's cool. And then while you're at work one day, you're doing your regular nine to five, you know, or, or some weird shift patterns that you've got, you know, baking cakes in the middle of the night, ready for the morning rush. I don't know, is there a rush for, for cakes in the morning? I don't know. Anyway, so you're baking cakes for the morning rush at 4 a.m. You know, this this is it. And you're thinking, it's freezing cold. I'm getting up at 2 a.m. to get to work in time. I'm baking these cakes and you're sick of it. So you say to yourself, sod it, I'm not doing this anymore. And I'm especially not getting up at this early and baking cakes for someone else. So you go home, you finish your shift because you know you want to get paid the full day. I mean, if you're getting up at 2 a.m., get paid for it. So you go home and then you decide that you're going to start your own cake shop. You know, you're not going to earn it for someone else anymore. You're going to start your own cake shop, your own baking empire for yourself. You think, right, okay, what, what should I do? I'm going, to, I'm going to make my own, my own, my own bakery, my own cake world, and I'm going to call it "Cake Me Up Before You Go Go." That's that's your plan. You create yourself a new website. You get a logo made up. You get an Instagram account. You start posting pictures of food and all cool recipe ideas and new cake ideas, all all that kind of jazz. Then after a few weeks of constant posting you know uh, trying um trying to engage on social media with with everyone who talks to you uh, trying to look active and and fresh you get your first order comes in via the website amazing somebody wants three victoria sponges sponge spongi whatever the plural of a sponge is three of those they want three cakes all right three cakes okay brilliant they paid for them and they're waiting for delivery. Awesome. Right? So you spend the next few few hours creating your new handcrafted cakes. You box them up, send them to, give them to the courier, and he and he takes them for delivery. You think to yourself, oh yeah, this is it. I've created my own cake business and people are actually buying cakes. Perfect. See, that all sounds pretty plausible. Yeah, there's nothing there that no you know, nothing there that you can't do. You can all do all those stages have you set out exactly what you wanted to do and achieved it from all that 
yeah i mean yes you have i mean you know i mean you're not beholden to your boss anymore you're selling cakes online you know job done great okay see you next week or is there something in this story that isn't quite as good as it seems spoiler yes there is by the way just in case you you're in a rush okay so let's go over it again so the story started great the probably the most single important part of the whole story was the fact that you had the realization that enough was enough you know you're sick of your job and you've decided to make the leap that is that is definitely the most important part and probably the part where people get stuck on the most if you remember back from last week i think last week where i was talking about a week before i was talking about the a b and c people you've you finally decided which group you're in by realizing that you don't want to be there anymore so well done you good job you've had the realization that you need a change but it's the following step where the danger kind of lies so you decided to create your own cake business great but before before you went headfirst in getting a logo creating an instagram account posting out all your ideas what you should have done first is started thinking about okay so i've 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 made this this great idea i had a great idea i've got a cool cool name a logo account done all that but what you should have done is like okay where can i take this in the future so i've had this idea and the the next step really should be where can it go you know even even a year in advance two years in advance three just to think about the business as far as you can to map out all the, the possibilities that you could have so why is this why do you need to do this why is it a problem if you don't so in the main scenario that i just gave you what you've done is you basically created the same job for yourself as you had before you just don't have a boss but you also don't have any of the benefits of having holiday pay and and all the other bonuses so you quit your job where you you know you were working 60 hours a week which you hated and then you created yourself a new job great where you work, yeah. You know, let's face it, you have no idea how many hours you work because it's your passion, you love doing it. But you can't use that as an excuse because the whole point is that you, you want to create freedom for yourself and extra money. So you can't just wipe off the fact that, well, it doesn't matter how many hours because it, it, it does matter. This is the point. So what can you do? You do have a few options, of course. There's always options. You might not think there are, but there always are. So you've got to kind of think how how this, I mean, this is a very, you know, as, as it's running now, this is a very physical product kind of business. So how can that kind of business grow? You almost have to think of a way is to how can I build this business and then replace myself in the business? Could you train, for instance, could you train someone else to do the baking in the business? And then you can concentrate on finding more leads more customers of course you need you know but then you need the business to be bringing in money so you need to be doing the hard graft at first baking the cakes making money so you can afford to get someone in teach them or if they already know to bake obviously it's ideal but you need to teach them the ways that you do it to the standard that you're happy to let them do it themselves so you need to you need to be able to let go of your job in the in the business because we're not interested in creating a job for ourselves so if you have to create the job to start with fair enough you 
created the job, get it to the point that you're happy with, replace yourself, move yourself out of the, out of that job role, get someone else in, and work on something else. Okay, so if that, so you've done that, you replace yourself, you've got your extra pair of hands, you're working on leads now, you're trying to get all the all the money in, and then the next step is to do the same again. Find someone else to replace the job you're doing, so you can move on to another part of the business. Find a salesman, find someone who's great at social media to bring new people in. You know, if you're not great at something, like I said before, don't do it. If you're rubbish at something, don't do it. Get someone who isn't rubbish at it to do it. it why would you want to do it yourself if you're rubbish? Yeah, I'm going to probably say this on every episode, so get used to it. Don't do it. You've replaced yourself again the second time. What else can you do? So then you think, okay, so I've replaced myself. I'm not looking for business anymore. I'm not baking the cakes anymore. What else can you do with the business? So then you can start thinking, can I franchise the business out? Can I franchise this brand that I've built up um, you know, with my Instagram followers and Twitter followers and people placing orders via the website? Could I sell that as a franchise to a, to someone just starting? So they don't have so, so you've got a good name out there. Possibility. I mean, you might be thinking, yeah, blimey, I just wanted to bake some bloody cakes without getting, you know, bossed around by by some, well, a boss clearly, and that's fair enough. If you, you know, but if you thought about the long term at the start, it would be clear that it probably wasn't the way to go to just start this up. Is there another way? because I can hear you now. But Richard, I've spent two years baking and selling stuff on my website. I spent £100 on my logo. I can't just give that up. I don't know what you sound like, by the way, so I'm, I'm projecting here. Uh, <laughs> and you may not want a physical shop. You know, it's in bri- a, a physical shop is in bricks and mortar. I don't mean like selling gym equipment. So what can you do? Well, you lucky little sausages. This is the future. We have the power of social media which gives us access to literally millions of people. So what you need to do, the first thing you need to decide, okay, so we've decided, look, you're not going to make this, you're not going to make a cake shop, bakery. You're not going to do that, but you don't want to waste all this effort. So what can you do next? You still want to stay in the same realm. So let's see what you can do next. Okay, so firstly, what are you most comfortable doing? Or what are you good at? What are you really good at and you're comfortable doing? Are you a really good communicator? Are you great at explaining yourself and talking to people? You know, even if you don't think that's a skill, you know, it's not something you're consciously doing. Think about your jobs. Think about what you do. Talk to people. Ask people what they think you're good at. It's amazing how some people say, oh, yeah, you're great at this. And you don't even see that as a skill. But it is. So have a think about it. You know, are you a good communicator? Are you... Are you really creative? You know, do you have some like crazy cake ideas that no one else seems to think of? Maybe that's your skill. You know, you're just naturally creative with with ideas and recipes. Maybe you love teaching people how to bake. Maybe yeah, you know, if you've done that in the past, you might think, yeah, I actually really enjoy doing that. So, to teaching and and you know, physically showing people how to do stuff, that is a real skill. It's a hard skill. Uh, maybe you're really good at like researching facts or stories or you know generally just writing about food and cakes and recipes you know so maybe that's maybe that's where your skill lies it also depends 
um, what access you have to stuff. You know, you might have a PC with all the software already set up, and then you think, well, I may as well use it. So if you've got it, use it. How about talking? Are you a good talker? Do you have a nice clear voice? Do you speak well? Do you enjoy? I mean, that's the most important. Do you enjoy speaking? Are you the sort of person that, no matter whatever conversation you have, it, obviously it just doesn't have to be about baking. Insert idea here. But are you great at talking about baking? Every time you talk to someone, does the conversation end up talking about cakes? I mean, you might have a separate problem there, but you get the idea. What about uh, video? Are you a are you a YouTube nut? Do you love watching YouTube? Do you love are you happy recording video? Do you have a really nice camera to record video? Maybe that's a skill that you have. You might be a really good editor from, from a previous job. You know, these are all skills that you have that you might not have even thought of. Once you've got a couple of those that you're pretty happy with, so you know, I'm I'm pretty happy with you know, with video and writing. I'm pretty good at those. It kind of the answer kind of comes out itself. So if you're if you're a great writer, start a blog. Simple. Do you love doing video? Start a YouTube channel. Are you an audio person? Do you love listening to audio or or you'd prefer to record audio and rather not be on video? Okay, start a podcast. It's not, it's not hard. I'm, I'm, I'm here now. It's not, not difficult. Or if you're a teacher, if you enjoy teaching people, then create an online course. Or not even an online course, create a local course. Start in your local area. You know, there's always demand for people wanting to learn skills. Um, and you can just charge a fee, come along, and you'll show them how to bake your famous Victoria sponges, sponges, sponge, spongi. Before you say it, I know you've already thought it, but before you say, but videos and blogs have been done before. There's millions out there. Right, because I know you're thinking it. Go to YouTube right now. Go to the search box. Type in your name and type in baking or insert your idea here okay so we've done that how many how, how many results did you get none you got none and why did you get none because you haven't done it and that is the important thing you got no results because you have never done it and that's the that's what we need to concentrate on don't worry about what everyone else is doing worry about what you're doing there's only one of you there will only ever be one of you so you haven't done it before the reason why people use blogs and YouTube and podcasts and all the other things is because they work. So, I mean, like, how many times How many times have you watched a program, you know, say a cooking program or, or whatever, and thought, you know, bloody hell, that's obvious. You know, I could have done that. But you haven't, have you? You haven't done that. And the, and the guy or girl that you've just called, you know, a Muppet for, for showing you something so obvious is doing it. They're the ones doing it. What does that say? Okay, just there you go. So anyway, pick maybe two of those of those uh, those mediums. So YouTube and a blog, or podcast and a website, or yeah, whichever. I mean, pick two of them. But if you know you're not, if you know you're not realistically going to keep up with two platforms, just pick one. Just pick the one that's the most likely for you to keep going. For instance, this podcast, I chose, I needed a way of getting all this out into the open for myself. I love the idea of a blog, but I'm just, realistically, I'm not going to sit down and type out all this into a blog post and make it look fancy because I'm lazy. I know I won't do it. So there's no point. 
So for the moment, I mean, I may do it in the future, but for the moment, recording the podcast is the easiest way for me to do what I'm doing. There you go. So just pick one and be awesome at that one. Don't be a bit rubbish at three of them because it's just terrible. Pick one and be good at it. Yeah? So you picture one? Okay, good. Start. Just start. Just do something. I mean, if, if you've picked video, just use your phone. Just record yourself a few times because it is weird. When you're recording yourself, even on a podcast, it's weird. You feel really stupid and it doesn't feel natural. But the more you do it, yeah, the, I'm not thinking about it anymore. I, mean, I, feel, okay, I, yeah. I didn't feel too stupid at first, but you do when you first start out. So just start. You can start a podcast, like I said. You can, you know, you can get other bakers and food critics and anything, anyone to do with food. You know, you could get them on or people in the, in the in the the food profession anywhere, just to talk about stuff. I mean, that might give you ideas. That might bring other people into your sort of atmosphere that you can team up with in the future. There's loads of options. But again, if you don't want to do that. And you think, well, I'm always sat on my PC. I'm happy to type. So start yourself a blog. You know, I mean, to start, I mean, it's free to start a blog. You can start a blog on WordPress for nothing. Long term, again, thinking long term, long term, you probably want to host it yourself with your own domain name. Not host it yourself, but paid for, pay for hosting so you can get your own domain name. Because it always looks way better, more professional if you've got, cake me up before you go go.com slash blog than it does wordpress.com slash blog slash baking slash cake me up before you go go yeah you get the point and the main thing is so start yeah so start your blog with pictures and you know weekly pictures and photos how to's recipes quick ideas and just keep sharing them on, on social media the main thing is you just need to start creating original content from the stuff you're doing anyway. I mean, if you think about how many cakes you've baked in the past, you know, you could have recorded all of those, recorded all of them and done recipes for all of those. You've done doing them already anyway to just create original content and share it. Simple as that. You will learn so much from doing all of these, you know, from how you, by the end of this, you'll know even if it's not successful, okay? You'll learn how you you would have learned how you build up an Instagram following from because don't forget you had zero because you created it from nothing so you would have had zero followers to so you'll learn how to build a following you, you you might have learned how to start a blog from from nothing how to get that going I mean it's easy but it's easy if you've done it before so you would have learned how to get a blog started you might have even learned how to edit audio if you're doing a podcast you've suddenly got a few skills on now oh, I know what I'm looking for I know how to edit I know what programs to use same with video you may have learned how to edit video just simple editing tricks it doesn't take much i mean i don't do hardly any editing on these as you can probably tell but let's, let's not let's not worry about me let's worry about you so just small skills that you'll pick up so in the future anything that you do you will have you can use these skills that you've gained you know whether it like i said whether it's blog writing editing whatever you've learned you can use that in any future business idea that you have because it'll always be relevant so there you go that's good don't forget a little little tip i'm going to give you here don't be someone worried about problems about how you can't do something because problems are awesome 
Because if you've got a problem, it means there's either a solution for it, or even better, you or someone else will need a solution for it. And that's what we're in a business for. If there's a solution that is required, create the solution. And that is the end. So back to regular podcast stuff. Uh, I want to say a huge thank you to everybody. We are currently at 38 downloads for the podcast, which is awesome. And again, as you know, as you heard, I started from one, which is me doing it. Uh, it's weird, as I'm discovering, that you can't actually find out how many exact subscribers you have. So you kind of have to, which I never knew, because, you know, don't tell you that. So you can only go by how many downloads you get. So I think how many downloads is actually more important. So thank you to everybody who has downloaded. That's awesome. Uh, and we also have the first iTunes review. Oh, yeah. So thank you to Steve Jim Mini, slightly dubious username there, uh, who said, I can't wait to hear the tales from the pirate himself. I'm not sure if I'm supposed to be doing some sort of pirate accent in this or if he's tuned into the wrong one. But still, thank you very much. That is very kind of you. And please don't forget, everybody, iTunes reviews help so much. It's ridiculous. They seem to base their whole world around iTunes reviews. So I'm going to join in. So if you haven't done it already, which I, I know you haven't because there's one review in 38 downloads, so please go on there and leave a review It'd be awesome of you. And when you do, I'll read it out on here, just like I have now. So I'm looking forward to some of the usernames, which I'm sure you all created when you were 13. So I'm looking forward to Ding Dong 69 leaving me a review. So thank you for the future. Um, as always, you can email me, cashflowpirate at gmail.com. And I know I just said about get yourself your own domain name. I do actually have the domain name for the email, but I haven't set it up yet. So we'll stick to G we're sticking to Gmail for the moment. So cashflowpirate at gmail.com. I'm on Instagram, cashflowpirate. Twitter, the same thing. And please come join the Facebook group. And that is the show for this week. Ciao for now. Goodbye. <laughs>